Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Cool. So Logan, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3, critically panned on track to be the lowest scoring Call of Duty of all time. However, Activision Publishing say, hold on a minute, whilst you stuffy-nosed critics who want cinematic glory and storytelling and all this bollocks are panning it. We've got the data, and our data says this is a very good and engaging product. Thank you. This post on, is it X? Is that right? Yes. Is it a post? Can you yes. a tweet? Call it what you like. It's my Have they got view. a new word for it? Mm, no. Like, it Some like people it's literally it's... said, look, even those that are behind the whole X thing, they're like, there's still a tweet. Right, mm. so it's X, but you're tweeting. Tweet is now a thing. When you read things like, even like the, not, well, BBC is BBC, but when they reference things from X, it will say, as stated on X, and in brackets, formerly known as Twitter. They just can't let it go they, to shit. Yeah. I don't know why they just, it's like they don't do that with anything else. Like if McDonald's rebranded, they wouldn't go, formerly known as McDonald's. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's like people go, oh, I wonder what X is. No oh. one's doing that, BBC. Well, it's a, a shit name. People. It was fine as it was. I don't know what he was playing at. He time. loves X, doesn't he? SpaceX, Tesla Model X. He says he's got one of his kids that's got the name X in it. He says he's, he just likes the letter. I mean, this... Makes me wonder if there's any symbolic nature to it that I'm not aware of. Makes you wonder why, why it's been used. Billionaires. When there's that well, going down the reds. Let's get down a rabbit hole. Oh, go on. No, we're not. No, I don't know enough about him. PayPal, innit? That's all I know. No. Well, yeah, he did. He He's started off that. PayPal, yeah. And then he sold that and mm. just basically did Tesla. And then he rocked up and decided, well, right. Well, you know cars. What are these Teslas like? I don't know. I, I, so, well. Would you ever I've get one? I've heard they're good fun to... No. Right. No. Uh, the only reason I wouldn't get one is because I don't... I don't like this charging. I don't I, I don't like the idea. Anything right. I'm adamant and I'll go by this. Anything battery powered is shit. Like it'll let you down. If it's a phone, if it's like whatever it is, if it's a laptop, you're always worried. These batteries and you've got on this think, Xbox controller running yeah. out every five minutes. Fucking yeah. dual sense shutting down after four hours. You can't even get any charge held in any of them. It's a real irritant. And it's not like you can just top it up quickly or do something with it. You just at the behest are waiting for it to charge. That being said, it's getting better. But I don't like the idea of having to thoroughly plan a journey, going, when do I have to fill up? When do I have to charge? And how long have I got to stop for? Mm. And it's a once-a-year once problem, probably, but I don't like the idea of it. I like to just be able to know that I can get in this car and I can go wherever I want and only have to, it takes me two minutes to fill it up. Destroying the planet, though. Mm, that's another rabbit hole and probably yeah. for another day okay. so apparently it takes about 100 depending on the car 
and everything. It takes between 100 to 150,000 miles in an electric car for it to get carbon neutral. And that doesn't include how you get the fuel that goes into the electric car, i.e. for a coal power plant. That's just purely through manufacturing, I understand. Oh, I ain't getting one. They're expensive anyway, these Teslas. Anyway, SX and Elons. Yeah. Why ain't it called Tesla? I ain't doing it. Right. Anyway, Activision tweet out this. More hours per player overall than Modern Warfare 2019 and Modern Warfare... T I love the fact that Modern Warfare from 2019 is just referred to as Modern Warfare 2019. They daren't just leave it as Modern Warfare in case someone goes, Oi! Call of Duty 4 was the original Modern yeah. Warfare. So more, mm. more hours per player overall. Modern Warfare Z, or MWZ, is the most yeah. engaging third mode... So that's a descriptive I've not heard before in modern warfare history. In modern warfare history, so not. I mean, Interestingly, though, they haven't said the most played zombie mode, right? Which annoys me. They're not comparing mm. apples with apples. Sorry, I've already jumped the gun. But Campaign it's me. players putting in more time per player in modern warfare three than the previous two installments. So it's all coming up roses for Activision here, surely. There's no way these this data here was manufactured. There's no way there's any holes in this data. I mean, using a per-player count clearly is the most accurate way to do it. Surely, I don't know numbers, so you tell me. Feels like a an engineered Phil PR. retweeted it. He was proud of this. I, I, I mean, look, it's probably done better than they thought it would <clears throat> in terms of engagement, but... Everyone I've spoke to says it's shit. So, well, it's, it, that's unfair. They haven't said that. What they've said is it's just regurgitated content, mm. essentially. But it is what it is, and it kind of does what it does. And that doesn't surprise me. But my point still remains the same. It's kind of like there's still a huge demand out there for a first-person shooter. And... I don't feel like there's a lot out there, especially on console, that really caters to it as well as Modern Warfare does, even when it's on a bad year. Um, Inertia, so mate. Brand loyalty. Well, there is that. Everyone still gets excited about Call of Duty launch. Everyone still wants to what? play it. Everyone still watches it. Well, no. I mean, I talk about the proverbial everyone other than the brain our little... You can well, say it. You've already rattled their cages think... plenty of times this year, so you might as well go full <laughs> hog on it. I just don't know why people don't expect it to be shit and vote with it. Like, if you, if you, the only way to make a meaningful impact to this is to vote with your wallet and actually mm. go, do you know what? I'm not going to endorse this shit anymore. It might not be and... that bad, though. It might be pretty good. Well, it's just... An, it, right. It annoys me. Really, it's annoyed me a little bit for the past few years. They haven't been chucking out what I'd call, like, real new content. They've been rehashing all the stuff that did well under Modern Warfare. And and just to get this out there, you want it to be yeah. good and want to be engaged in playing this. It's not like you hate the franchise. You want it to be no. firing all cylinders and pulling you in. This is not... 100%. A, not, it's any game. I don't wow. I don't want any game to, to bomb. I don't want any game to be bad. However, it annoys me when certain... Like there's such, as you said before, inertia and brand loyalty behind a franchise that people buy it regardless. And I feel like 
the companies take advantage of that. They, there's no, well, yeah, there's no kind of pressure or, 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 or there's nothing behind them to actually have to release a good product. Mm. They can almost chuck out anything knowing they'll make money on it. And I don't like that sort of taking advantage of the consumer. And look, they, they Warzone did really well. And Warzone, original Warzone was really good. And I, you know, for me, it I lost my way with it. It was the right thing at the right time, you know, when lockdowns come along and COVID and stuff, and that was there. And it was like the thing to jump on with all your mates. And it was great. And I'm thankful for it. It was either that or um, Animal Crossing, turnip trading. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. But uh, I do kind of feel like this year especially. I mean, Vanguard was 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 shite and roundly crapped on. Um, but yeah, I just don't like this rehashing and regurgitation of all the Modern Warfare content from years ago. I think it's lazy. All the um, Modern Warfare original maps being chucked. I can't remember what one it was now. There's like all the MW3 yeah. maps being chucked on there. But, Nostalgia. And some of them, some, yeah, and I'm fine with that. But I don't like that they're not... Shipment. I don't think. Original. Well, they keep chucking that. This is what I mean. They keep chucking it out. Then it's like there's only so many times you can chuck that out there before you go, right? Like on the old Call of Duty, all they ever did was like rotations of maps from previous. Like the special modes were largely the most popular modes were regurgitated modes of old maps. Shoot house and shipment. Yeah. It was called shoot the ship, and it was a really popular game mode. And I'm like, shipping. I get it because they're really good. They are really good maps. And look, Counter-Strike does it. They haven't fucking changed their maps. So it's not <laughs> something to widely crap on. But Counter-Strike is nowhere near as expensive as See, Call assault. of Duty. I mean, you don't have even have to pay. they still got oil rig on Counter-Strike 2. Is that there? I don't know. Wow. I'd expect so. I don't think they've taken anything out. No one played um, that fucking map. I was the only one playing it on bots. It's one of those VIP maps. For, well, actually, maybe right. they were all VIP. I can't remember if you could enable it on any map, but that was definitely one I would use. I never um, really liked the save the VIP or rescue well, the hostages. They were just did. collateral damage. Yeah, I mean, it was just... it was just If you were the attacking team, you had the absolute advantage. You just snip its head. Yeah. It was done yeah. with. So it was, it was a, good, a good idea in principle, but I don't think it panned out. Anyway, this data, yeah. well, this engagement data, more hours per player overall which is a completely flawed stat because if you've got this, well, so the only metrics at the moment we've got out there is there's a 25% mm. reduction on physical sales in the UK. Not the best measure, but let's say, let's assume there's a reduced number of players there. Mm. Let's assume that, you know, your hardcores who pump the hours in consistently are still coming along. As we said, inertia, brand loyalty, like the franchise, yeah. you know, they're going to, they're going to play it regardless. Yeah. But you lose 25% of people who perhaps weren't putting the hours in. Your averages yeah. per player are going to go up because you're operating off a smaller set of people. Yeah. And if you yeah, yeah. if we make the assumption that the people playing it are probably the more on the more hardcore side than perhaps last mm. year or perhaps, or in this case, MW2 and 2019, which may have had a bit more of a casual appeal being, you know, a, a redoing of those of that franchise, your per player hour count is going to go up because you've got less players that mm. aren't putting in the hours, bringing it down. So those two stats are irrelevant to me. And then most engaging third mode in Modern Warfare history. I mean, I don't know what that means. I simply don't understand what that means. So usually Activision 
are one of the first to get their sales out there. Fastest selling in whatever. Yeah, they normally make up yeah. a... They always tweak it so there's some level of truth to it. And it's like the fastest selling Call of Duty released on an odd year. You know, no, no, it's no. all that sort the of... The fastest nonsense. selling Call of Duty game this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's beating last year's one, which is number two in the overall sales charts. So the fact that we yeah. haven't seen that probably suggests on that front they've been they've been punished. But I know it rattled cages, so I thought I'd just bring it up in the intro to rattle more cages. Yeah, I don't... I, I'm not against them doing it, but it's kind of, it is very misleading. It's kind of like, are more pl- people playing it and are more people playing it for longer, yes or no? Per player they are. <laughs> no, but see, this is the point. So that's, the five, what... five million that are playing it this year are playing it more than the 15 that played it two years ago. Uh, who's seriously? Who's who's wrote most engaging third mode? Like, it's because they the... went through the spreadsheets when we ain't got anything. <laughs> it's what they've come up with. That's the best. That's why. So, third mode, you must have primary mode or first mode campaign, second mode multiplayer, third mode zombies. Zombies it or must be spec like ops? That. Is that one? Yeah, it's in modern warfare problem. history. I mean, did they all have third modes? Mm. I don't know if they did. I'm pretty sure some of them didn't have a third mode because we didn't have zombies until World at War. And then Correct. even then, did we get zombies in the Modern Warfare games in the well, early this ones? this is where it becomes weird, right? Because you used to have, like, if you, there's other game modes. And I, this is where it becomes really, they've had DMZ, they've had, obviously, yeah. Warzone used to be Blackout. And that used to be in a mode within the game. It wasn't a separate yeah. download. Like, so it all becomes a bit messy. I just find it really disingenuous when they chuck this shit out there. It's wow. kind of like... It, it's, is it the best-selling, like, and you don't even have to say it. Just, like, there's no yeah. reason to say it, is there, either? No. Anyway. Weird. We'll see. Be interested. I actually am, I'm not, I'm interested in the sales. I'm sure it'll be the top-selling game of the year. So, ultimately, as you go back to your first point, there's not been this 16-month, you know, truncated development cycle which has, in the critics' eye, shipped a very, at least at the very minimum, a very poor campaign, critically. Some say it's a bit of a pile-on, which may be the case. Sometimes you do get a sniff of blood around popular mainstream franchise and people crap on it extra for the sake of it. I don't know. So I think that they did, they knew that people were coming for this because the critic reviews, I think they're trying to, I think they're trying to... um, that off or level out yeah. some of those shit critical reviews, right? Which is fine, but I just, you know, you should just come out and go, it's doing just fine, thank you. Goodbye. Well, don't say anything. Say thanks to our players for playing. We hope you enjoy with the roadmap for Modern Warfare mm. 3. And have, you know, I know a shitload of people are going to play it. Like, yeah, I know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Tell me that. Like, it's not, you're not, you're not, it's not a surprise. It's not new news that you've got a shitload of players. Like, but are those players enjoying it or are they just playing it because there's a fundamental lack of alternatives? Mm. Because you've really got that. Um, Battlefield, I've heard, is in a good state, but no one's really playing it. No, it's, it's got, they, they, these games operate in a, in a window. If you blow it, like there's very few games that can recover or sustain a blow. Like Battlefield is not... You have to ride like the it. hype train yeah. like with these. You have to ride the hype train. And Battlefield had its chance... And chucked it. That's why Sony, what they're doing is risky. Ten of them. Huh? Mm. They're, really, they're really simple. 
to get right in a weird kind of way, but they're also really difficult. You've, you've I don't think they know what they're doing. In. I don't think Bungie know why Destiny's last this long. I don't know. I don't know whether Call of Duty. Well, I've told them so many times. You lucked out that that core gameplay is so fun to do. I don't know that Fortnite know why they got what they were, and then eventually it become unstoppable again. Inertia. Mm. I'm not even sure. Um, what's the original? Player Unknown's Battleground really knew what they were going to create when they did the. I think they just, like, it just. They've got something that they enjoy, and then it just like they don't expect it. I mean, obviously, when you do anything, you ex- you hope that it sort of like picks off. Oh. But surely, like I would know if my game is at its core fun to play, like, well. and if it's good or shit, right? And I don't know. There's got to be a hook. You, that's the hard part to find is the hook because you can release a good game at its core but has it got a hook like why am i playing it what is the what is the reward what do i get out of it what's the loop and why am i coming back yeah huh? and that's the hard thing to do you can play something once or twice or three times but what what is the what is that hook like what are you working towards because i think that's where games struggle i, I think you can have something that is fun to play but then doesn't have a hook to bring you back. And I think Destiny and the cycle in Destiny, for all its criticisms, it's got the loot system. Like, yeah, but that's a load of old shit. Too much now of it. it is. Well, there is now because it's been nearly 10 years of it. It is now. They've but... had a £4 billion payout. They've put feet up. Well, Jim's left their cap in hand going, well, I've lost my job over this. Mm. I tried to think about Destiny. Well, yeah. I tried to think about Destiny as it's original self if you know what i mean like that original cycle that got people into it mm. <clears throat> and it was just that core good gameplay some of the puzzle elements and the challenge of beating the raid bosses and stuff like that like that was the hook it's like grind all that shit to get better loadouts better guns like to beat and that was the hook but at the core of it, it was a really 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 solid first person experience that like, was fun to shoot the weapons it was fun to play and use it was just a fun combo. Mm. And Warzone was good because I think broadly it was at the right right thing at the right time. I genuinely think that was more luck than judgment. Like the <laughs> Warzone was good. They tried it with that blackout I, to be fair, a little bit, but it wasn't free to play. It was tied into that Black Ops yeah. four, I think it was. And it was a similar yes. it was a similar idea, just that it was behind a paywall and like mm. you said, wasn't during a at home pandemic mm. jobby. But yeah, I just think they've they've. So are you telling me I've got to wait for a fucking pandemic before I release my next battle royale game? That's how you get in. I've got to wait for the world to shut down. Uh, I don't think it's how you get in because Fortnite wasn't in a pandemic. But I think particularly Warzone was the right thing at the right time. Like yeah. it would have still done well, but I think it was literally it, weeks it, before. It was like as it was happening, Warzone come out. Was it like March 2020? It was a bit of a slow burn on it because it sort of come out and everyone's a bit like, oh, even I was a bit like, oh, I didn't didn't really expect this to be such a big thing or whatever. And then, yeah, within sort of weeks, it was like the the thing to play. Mm. Um, so, look, I I think they're struggling a bit. Wow. Um, it would be interesting to see. Well, this is the thing. I, Feels I think at now. some point they're going to stop. They're going to lose more people over it. They're always going to have a core of people that will come back to it, and that's fine. But I just want them to take a bit more pride, I guess, in what they're releasing. Like, 
that's that's what I hope that ex, well Phil and that come along and do. They're good sh- stewards of the franchise and like let's do the right thing, not the mm. not what we've been doing for twenty odd years if we need to. Oh. But I mean, there's been some really good games in there. Like yeah. I, I, I've, it's only look at Advance you know, War. Oh, Advance Warfare was just not not the one. I mean, they've tried. This is what I mean. That they tried something different and tried to move it forward, and it failed. It's not what people wanted from a Call of Duty game. So they went back to what people like. But even like the Cold War games, the Black Ops games, there's still this. There's a lack of inventiveness. Like I think I don't know if it's Advanced Warfare that particularly stung them with like being creative. But they've kind of bounced basically between like a more modern version. They've tried World War Two and it doesn't resonate. Like World yeah. War Two that was done by Sledgehammer didn't resonate. Vanguard was widely crapped on. So I'd be surprised if they go back to well, that. Well, the rumour is Gulf War for one of them. I don't know when, but that's... Mm. We'll see. The thing is, there is some really interesting ones they could touch on, but there'll be political hot potatoes that I don't yeah. think they really want to get involved with. No, um, ain't worth the fuss. So... Man. That's is it. Anyway, Modern Warfare space 3. War. Wasn't that Infinite War or something that was like space? Moon War. Moon Wars. Modern Warfare 3, officially the most engaging Modern Warfare game, according to these yeah, that intro stats. Yeah, I mean, other people definitely <laughs> they don't want to hear about Call of Duty for 20 minutes. They have. They have. Anyway, Idle Game Chat, Dimp Digital's flagship video game podcast. Got apps here as the host and Logan, the resident referee, and soon to be crowned fantasy gaming league champion. Um, can't re- I was going to say if Parky concedes, it kind of you know pulls the event to a close, but should let it play out so that the scores are all properly taken down because there are records at stake. So it will run until what is it, the seventh of this? What did I say? The eighth of December. This year, second Friday of December is how it usually comes in. Um, but yeah, if you want to support us, this is a grassroots independent endeavour. So patreon.com forward slash Digital is the place to go. Chrissy Dring's been out again. European yeah. sales data for October of 2023 is the headlines. And this analysis is not done by me. He's done it. His words, not mine. Go after Chrissy Dring if it's wrong on X, as we said earlier. EA Sports FC comfortably, in quotes, the top seller. So that FIFA and spin was not a spin-off. That's the replacement for FIFA in Europe. Obviously going to be continuing to do well. Assassin's Creed Mirage was number two in the charts. So it beat Spider-Man and Super Mario Wonder, which will raise eyebrows, I'm sure. First four-week sales, though, are down 49% when you compare it to Valhalla. So for all the clamouring for simplification and rollbacks of old-school Mirage and that Valhalla was a bloat-filled mess, this is the one billion fucking revenue generator, by the way, half the people ain't interested if you were to look at like-for-like sales data. They are 22% higher than Odyssey and 6% higher than Origins, though, so... Valhalla may well have been the outlier there. And to be honest, I think you're a good example of that, is that it had Vikings set in, and that was kind of enough. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you didn't want to run around in ancient Greece or Egypt, but as a Viking, yes, please. Anyway, pretty good run. They got number two, Mirage. Spider-Man 2, 
was up 30% when compared to the original Spider-Man and almost three times higher than Miles Morales. So Miles has had a, a struggle there. Been crapped on. Cheaper game. Budget price. People, I don't want to play the budget version. They shrugged their shoulders at him and got rid of it. Well, maybe people only like the full blooded releases. Yeah, I mean, there is that. I mean, value-wise, you probably get more out of the, the 70 UK pound than the 50 mm. um, on, in terms of games. Well, although, as, as we alluded to, we both like Miles probably better in some ways. So Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Mm. Spider-Man 2 sales are 20, 28% lower than God of War Ragnarok, which will scare people. But Ragnarok mm. did release on PS4 too. So it had that installed play base plus the PS5. Spider-Man yeah, 2 um, is a PS5 only title. If you compare the PS5 only titles, uh, sorry, the PS5 only sales, Spider-Man's 8% higher than Ragnarok after the two weeks that it was on sale. Super Mario Wonder are double what Super Mario Odyssey was. 59% more than 3D All-Stars and 53% bigger than 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Now, the Odyssey thing might seem an eyebrow raiser considering that's the highest rated game on Open Critic and very and a very popular game. Got to remember there's 120 million Switches out in the wild now. Odyssey was working off a much smaller install base. But nonetheless, Super Mario Wonder absolutely blowing away the competition as you'd expect. And these are sales that are not considering digital. So... You've got over half the audience to be catered for at some point. We've also got Laws of the Fallen, which entered the charts at number five. Metal Gear Solid Collection Volume 1, number 16. EA Sports UFC 5, number 17. Detective Pikachu Returns at number 32. Sonic Superstars at number 33. And Forza Motorsport, number 42. So they're the new entries there. Interesting that um, Starfield's disappeared, seemingly, from the top 10 at least, as it was uh, not unsurprising. It's a Game Pass game at the end of the day, but I thought it might have a bit of a longer tail, but perhaps not. Not Maybe not going to be a Skyrim-type game where it just exists forever, which is a hard thing to do, but it's disappeared out of the charts. be interested to see if and when it comes back. In terms of consoles, mm. PS5, the king again, up 143% compared to October 2022. Switch was number two. 20% drop compared to October 2022. No surprise there. It's a fucking seven-year-old platform. And we know, we think we know there's a new one coming in the next 12 months. So people are gearing up for that. Xbox Series consoles down 52% compared to October 2022. What's Phil doing? What is that? They had no games last year, apparently. This is the year where they had at least four or five, and they're down again. And I went back through the data pages just to see what when this trend started. <clears throat> There's some months missing. For some reason, Chrissy Dring didn't mention it some months, so he's really got to pull his finger out his ass there and be consistent. So this is October, down 52%. September, they were down 35%. August, they were down 12%. July, Chrissy Dring chose not to mention it. June, down 0.8%. May, down 16%. April, no data. March, no data. January, down 32%. You have to go back to December 2022 to find an uptick of 4.4% on year-on-year sales. And look, this ain't our business. It's for Phil to worry about. But I will just put it out there. If the Xbox itself continues to 
not do well, and you can define well however you want, there is a chance that it becomes less of a priority for Microsoft than Microsoft gaming endeavours in the future. Phil's not going to be around all the time to protect it. You'd think he's coming up for his 10 years next year. I mean, how long has he got left? Maybe one more console launch? I'm concerned that the Xbox becomes less of a priority over time as Microsoft just crunch the numbers and say, well, we're making money hand over fist elsewhere, whether it's PC, whether it's cloud, whether it's just off third-party games because we own Call of Duty now. Like, there's all King, mobile. Now they've got all these other revenue streams. Mm. Am I being scared for no reason? Are they always going to have this box there? Or eventually they say, look, it's less of a priority. We don't really care if you buy it or not. So, therefore... Why do you care? Uh, to be honest, if we're looking at the next, so I always consider it next generations when it matters, because that's when you're going to buy a new, I'm going to personally look at buying a new hardware. To be honest, there's a, there's a big consideration to just not buying an Xbox and just having the PC upgraded and buying the PS5 and then whatever Nintendo have, because... Welcome to my plans. Well, (laughs) maybe have a piece of stuff already. This is the world that we're living in. They've made... The PC Game Pass and the accessibility yeah. of all these games, like it, it basically makes that Xbox redundant, doesn't it? Like it does. Whether you, well, if you've got a PC that's capable, that is, you've got the money. Yeah, double, so double prices probably, probably a bit more than double in it. I don't know how much yours uh, cost. Yeah. More mm. than that, three times mm. as much was it? Mm. Maybe yeah. I mean, mine was four times as much. So that's what I mean. It wasn't. That's yeah. not the same. That's not the same. <laughs> I don't right. see people just switch it over if they're not willing no, to spend. No, no, no. Over no, I mean, it's, you know, in terms of value for money proposition, like you're still definitely better off with the Xbox. But if you want to play a wider selection of games anyway and play PC games, yeah. like it, there's no, there's no need if you like to go for that Xbox. I can see there's no, and they've engineered it that way. That's not. Yeah. By, it's, it's by you know, design, I, uh, this, by which, design, which makes yes. me wonder if they don't really care because they knew as soon as that, and this was years ago yeah. they did this, as soon as they started doing day and date software mm. on the PC that you were just going to lose people that had the Xbox for the quote-unquote mm. exclusives. And that's that's been a thing for, what, five years, yeah. maybe longer? So mm. I'm not stupid. They wouldn't have sat there and gone, oh, what's happened here? But it's a no. good vehicle to get market share and also to a platform for people to sign up for game pass if that's the end goal so to see it continuing to be a downward trend has to be a bit of concern i said we're only three years into this thing yeah i mean you know i i think their biggest problem it doesn't surprise me like if i was looking in the market now um what i can play where would i would i if i only wanted one would i buy an xbox over a ps4 a ps5 yeah, no. Hmm. I would 100% buy a PS5. It's just a better... I mean, it looks like shit. I hate yeah. the way it looks in my room. It's too big and it's awful. Yeah. But as Can something... There's <laughs> something to play and make games accessible. It's just better. There's just hmm. a better selection of games to play. By far. It's not even a comparison. Well, some people I mean, argue lose... this year they've only released one game on PlayStation Yeah, but... You, if I, if I, if you were going to hedge your bets, if you're going to hedge your bets, not just for today, but in terms of back well, catalogue yeah. and forward catalogue, like it's going to be PlayStation all day long. Like Xbox have not released a good game, and we've done this many a times for many years. <laughs> like, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, the one, 
the one out of five years that they release a decent game that's worth playing. Like, it's just not... If, if, if you're making a binary choice between two consoles, you're going to go PlayStation. Anyone with a brain is. Unless they're <laughs> mates or an Xbox or something. But even that has gone because crossplay is largely there. Like, there's very few games that don't offer console crossplay now. Mm. So... Uh, it's interesting. I'd be, you know, there's no doubt that Xbox or Microsoft would rather sell more consoles, right? They're not sitting there going, who cares? Like, they would no, definitely yeah. rather do it, but they're probably not. I do wonder if their strategy involves, I mean, they might release one, but does their strategy heavily rely on people getting that console? Probably it seems not. I tend to agree with you that I think they're going down this route of owning studios and less of a so i don't a, think they're that it's the service approach yeah i think that. that they know they'll they'll have this pc business which they're fine with i think they're going to become an application-based service that'll scare a lot of and well, i think it seems to be going that way and it wouldn't surprise me further down the line if they do say to sony look We'll let you have this console space, but do you want to do a deal to get our app on your and They on just your say, box? Don't, nah, I don't need it. Thanks. Nah. I mean, I think before... And they go, right, they the 10-year a- agreement with Call of Duty's up. That's coming off then. They go, oh, hang on. Keep that on there, because that's a fucking money premium yeah, for I mean, us. It's a huge amount of complexity to it, but I think I do wonder if long-term they're fussed about having an actual console. It mm. doesn't... Either that or it's going to pot over there. Like, it's one or the other. Like, <laughs> never, you're never going to sit there and be comfortable with losing all those sales. But it's it's a bit of a strange one. It's, it's a shame because I am definitely 60%, I'd say, Xbox in terms of preference. Like, I just prefer it, and I don't know why. Um, I don't want to see them not competing. But I can understand why people are opting to go Sony. It it makes sense. Mm, I don't think it does it make sense sometimes. That. I actually well, think it's inertia again. It's brand loyalty. That PS4 craps all over it, and then people are like, well, we'll just stay here. That's that. Possibly. I mean, there's always going to be an element of that. There's people that have done the same to Xbox. I mean, look at Wee, He ain't getting a PlayStation ever. So... Yeah, but he's... Thick. <laughs> no, he, he doesn't play. He's no, never going to play Spider Man. He's never going to play Starfield. In fact, he's not going to play anything that's exclusive, really, other than maybe Halo. Even that, though, he won't want to play because it's nah. space, or as he'll call it, or fantasy, fantasy shit. shit. Yeah, he wants to yeah. play Call of Duty and Rocket Leagues and Football yeah. Manager, which happens to be on yeah. Xbox. Game, Game Pass. Pass yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I still think look out for the application-based thing. I, I kind of feel like they're going to go, right, we're going to own all the big studios, we're going to re- do it this way, make a boatload of cash through there, bin off all this console hassle, and we'll develop, we'll have a set of app developers and release it all through the cloud. Job done. Yep. Could be very true. Top 10 was <laughs> EA Sports FC 24, Assassin's Creed Mirage, Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, but no digital sales for that, so could have charted higher. Number 5... You'll be happy to hear Grand Theft Auto 5 charting again. 
Lords of the Fallen, 2023, number six. Battlefield, 2042. So we just slagged it off. Number mm. seven in the European sales charts. So maybe it is having a bit of a resurgence. Number eight, Hogwarts Legacy. Number nine, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number 10, It Takes Two. Strange, isn't it? What appears on there randomly. What's doing there? Min- well, <laughs> there's no reason for it. Maybe there's a sale. I don't. Sometimes there are things like that that push certain games into onto the charts or even like marketing deals where it appears in the store weird things like that but mm. that's the European sales data we'll obviously check back in when we get December uh, no November's which will probably be next year now because I don't know when Chrissy Dring Chrissy Dring normally chucks it out late the following month and we'll be feet up by then because it'll be near Christmas need to work that out actually how many episodes we've got left not many it might even be two and that could be it mm. I say two or Two three. after this one, maybe three. And then never come back. Is that the agreement? Yeah. Well, that'll upset people. <laughs> the Last of Us Part 2 remastered officially announced. So this yeah. was the, this was the new crying when it was rumoured. Um, unnecessary. Not needed, all this sort of stuff. As I said back then, it's a route to getting this thing on PC. Mm. So why not pit stop and bleed some cash out of... <laughs> more fans does although it, does it need it no does, but does if you're if you're going in there to do a better version for pc and yeah. you can slop off i don't know 30 percent of the you know the fidelity and release a new version mm. of the game and that's got I'll, I'll go through the content there is some extra stuff in there then i kind yeah. of think it's pretty harmless and again don't buy it if you don't want it Free upgrade. Well, it's a ten pound upgrade or ten dollar upgrade. It'll be a ten pound upgrade on these shores. Probably. You okay with that? Well, it's better than seventy quid, isn't it? Which I thought they were gonna. I, I, I'm almost shocked that they offered mm. some level of upgrade path. So that was a bit of a surprise. Although actually, in hindsight, if you think about it, the other games they did this for were Ghost of Tsushima, which had a director's cut. That was a tenner upgrade, and. Mm. Death Stranding had a director's cut. That was a tenor upgrade. So they have been doing these upgrade paths. So maybe I shouldn't have been so shocked. But, I mean, it's not ideal. You'd rather just have it free, but it's never going to happen with Sony. So you just have to bite the bullet with it. Say it's a load of old shit and then move on. But it's added a new mode called No Return, which is like a roguelike mode. So randomized encounters. You try and get as far as you can through the levels. Taking on diff- You can use different characters throughout the game that you don't get to play as. They've got different stats and perks and buffs and things like that so that's that's a nice little addition there not necessarily saying i'll spend a million hours in but i may have a couple of runs just to see how it is because the combat in that game is good fun like mm. when, it, when it gets going you're sort of firing all cylinders it's it's really good they've got the lost levels which is basically i think it's three or four unfinished levels that didn't make the game that you can go around and explore with directors or developer commentary so you can wander around they'll talk about what they were going to do with it why they didn't use it in the end, why it got cut, etc., etc. There's a guitar free play mode, so you can play the guitar whenever you want. I, don't know. I mean, fair enough, off well, we go. You can play the guitar in the game at certain right. points. This now allows you just to pick up, pick a song, I guess, and just use that mini game and just play it on its own. I don't know if I'll ever even touch that unless it's for a trophy. Dual sense integration, which is standard affair, but good because that yeah. that is an enhancement, and then graphical enhancements as well. Um, I'm surprised it's called remastered and not director's cut 
considering that's mm. the terminology they've been using previously. So not sure what that's all about. But generally, they could have done more. Yes, they can always do more. But they certainly could have done a lot less. And on balance, at some point, I was going to replay The Last of Us Part 2. And now when I do, I'll probably just pay the upgrade. Or maybe it'll be rolled into that PlayStation Plus subscription by the time I get to it. But I'm still waiting for Part 1 to go into that, to play that. Because as I said, I'm not paying 70 UK pounds for that remake. But um, thoughts on that? I mean, you're never going to play this, but... If you no. would, would that be enough to tempt you to come back? I mean, excluding the guitar free play because that is a strange one. But little road. I quite like, like the levels. idea. Yeah, yeah, I quite. I mean, I quite like the idea of the lost levels piece where. Well, you know what people I mean, said immediately. You went, "Oh, you cut that from the game. Greedy." Now they're yeah. re-adding it, and it's like, well, no, they weren't finished. They were all on well, ideas yeah, board, and someone right. went, "The game's twenty-five hours long." <laughs> and someone had that conversation. And went, "Well, get rid of that then. There's no point wasting time with that." Anyway. Yeah, and it, it'd be good. I like the idea. Like, I like watching bloopers, right, and outtakes yeah. and things like that. Like, and uh, I, I quite like a little look, like peeling behind the curtain and just seeing what what the decision making process was and all that kind of stuff. And I like that. So, I think that's a cool little little thing to be able to do. Um, yeah, you know, I guess most of the people that like this game haven't just played it once and won't ever just play it once and shelve it. It's one of those things that people, I mean, we know Biff keeps and loves coming back to it. So yeah. I think it gives people a reason to to play it again. And um, £10, although, yeah, you'd, okay, you'd rather have it for free and it'd be a free upgrade. But yep. for a tenner, Well, I bought, bought a neck oil yesterday and it was basically a tenner. This is what I was going to say. It, it, nowadays, it's pint of a craft ale in london so it's not breaking the bank i mean it's it's always it's always tricky right to judge value but if it gives you a good reason to play a good game over again and they're doing a few extra bits they're touching it up and it'll be a better experience for you then sure i mean you know i'd i'd like them to do stuff like this with gears of war like yeah um, uh, like, do a, you know what i mean the marcus phoenix collection gears one through three and I did the original, the ultimate edition, mm. but I would, I would pay, and again, I, well, I wouldn't have to pay because it'd be on Game Pass whilst yeah. I've still got that subscription. But I, outside of that, I would absolutely pay for a, a trilogy re, remaster. Like, and I, I don't know. I know some people think it's a waste of time. They're never going to go back. But for great games, why There's not have a better a version working? Yeah. yeah. There's always a place for it. And, I, you know, I don't want them just... I don't like the idea of going back and just doing all the tour and everything. Get like, but for selected games that are, yeah. you know, classics that are, that are, you know, revolutionary, like absolutely, like do it. Um, you know, I think it's something that some people have missed on. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, they did the Master Chief Collection where they did that, and I thought that was really cool. The way that they, yeah, um, yes, allowed Perfect. you to sit like in it. Yeah, like, and it ticks all the boxes. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't, you know, I don't, as I say, I don't want it for everything, but for those certain games, those generational games, for those classics, if you want to call them that, then yeah, absolutely, crack on and do it. And I don't think anyone will will moan at you for it if there's well, they enough. Will, of they will. have. They've already moaned about this, so you you can't do it. Apparently, you can't have everything for free. Like, if you need to put, if they need to allocate resource to it, and it's going to take time, and it's like if you don't want it, don't buy it. It's the same with everything. No, you have to have to. Don't moan buy. that a Mercedes is hundred grand. No, you have to moan you about it. You don't want it, it, don't buy it. Wow. 
have to sound off. So they should be doing. They should be doing a new IP. Where's this factions mode? Where is that factions mode? On ice, apparently. Good lord. Although the director of it said he's still working on it. Thanks, Bungie. In your infinite wisdom of that and crap in your own bed, you've put that fucking game on ice, which might have been my ultimate game. Who knows? Well, it's because I've been playing State Bungie of Decay. Again, We're back mm. on that again. State of Decay 2. Now, look. That game is rough as ours is at times. <laughs> it just is. It just... But something like that with The Last of Us smooth gameplay and gunplay would be honestly I don't think I'd ever leave the game world but factions could have perhaps been that could be that still mm. but I'm, again I'm gearing myself up for a massive letdown when it's nothing like that it's just like a division yes. even, even, to be fair actually I wouldn't even mind playing a division clone with the last of us's mechanics where everything's not a bullet sponge you know and you've got that that quality and smoothness there is a level of Great gameplay. There's a level of just like you pick up the controller and play that Last of Us Part mm. Two in particular is just like yes, this mm. is very good. But we'll see. This comes out January of 2024, and I imagine the PC release will be out by the summer. Let's hope they don't fucking blow it like they did with the Part One port and mm. gets get some support and don't try and do it themselves because that was a fucking embarrassment to that franchise. Oh. And everyone have, have the fucking TV show to look forward to in about 12 months as well. So it'll all be out there for people. And then I assume there'll be a third game within five years. Tie it all up. Oh, a trio. I think there's a. I think there's absolutely going to be a part for I think they've even said as much or alluded to it <laughs> that there's one more story in there potentially. Um, so we'll see. But that is The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. Buy it if you want it. Don't if you don't. Also, if you've got the disc, you can upgrade for the tenor, but you've always got to have the disc in, obviously. Otherwise, um, you could just give the disc away and get the upgrade and play the game indefinitely. So I saw people complain about that, and I was like, what? It's a, di- it's a physical version. You need the disc in the, in the system. Sorry. Good Lord. I think that's right, isn't it? Well, Biff's traded no... it, so he's fucking blown it for himself. Yeah. I mean, the, What's the, he going to do, The then? thing to do now is to get that... Part part two on PS4, quickly buy that physical. But mm. I imagine the prices have gone up after this because they know yeah, that it's, yeah, it's a requirement yeah. and a cheaper route to that 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 remastered part. But there we go. Right, going to call it. We've been running it quite hot to close to an hour. This is more of a forty-five minute jobby. So, and that was with twenty minutes wasted on Call of Duty again. That has to be the last time we talk about that. Yeah. Well, no, because the sales will come out and it'll be like the twenty-five percent lower than. That could be you the can't avoid quiz. it, even if you'd like to. It's Can. it's an absolute behemoth. Behemoth. Oh, I struggle with that word. Behemoth. Yes, mammoth. Woolly what was version. Oh, grey. For that ogre. Oh, grey. <laughs> yeah. What was that? A fucking Titan style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where down. it come from. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to think where they come Titanfall. from because there's Old Grey's in Destiny and I was like, yes. did it come from there? No, no, it's from that big flopper Titan, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, big tank one. That Old Grey down. Anyway, for the closing part of this podcast, they're going to get the Callisto Protocol Final Transmission DLC. Oh. I finally 
unscared myself to sit down and play that um, many, many months after I'd finished the core game. Not quite a year, but we're not far away from that. So people can see how that went for me. A nice little chat about that final DLC pack. The Callisto Protocol final transmission will be closing out this edition of Idle Game Chat. But as always, we will see you on the other side. Welcome to the Dimp Digital Voicemail Service. Please leave a message after the tone. Right. Atkins here from Dimp Digital reviewing Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Cards on the table. Played the first game. Fallen Order. Loved it. Played that on the Xbox One. Um, replayed it recently on a PS4 version, upgraded to PS5, played it all through again, platinumed it as well for good measure, just to get me ready for this Survivor, and then played Survivor. Um, hmm, what to say? Very, very good game, very good game, let down by its technical side, so everything was improved. Um, story much better, characters, um, yeah, vastly improved from the first game. Um, you know, characters are builded upon, you sort of build relationships with them, more engaging. Um, the general story, the narrative is a lot better. Um, decent story, a very good Star Wars story because let's face it, there's a lot of them now, all these bloody TV shows. Um, so yeah, narrative story, very good. Gameplay-wise, a lot more. I sort of included additional stuff to do. You had sort of shrines, almost Breath of the Wild-esque shrines. Um, they were a welcome addition. The new abilities. Um, yeah, it was pretty much just perfectly improved upon in every measure really uh, lengthwise variety of missions a variety of places to go side stuff puzzles the puzzles were fun engaging but that absolute technical shithouse possibly the by far the worst game i've played on ps5 um and possibly one of the worst ever um just constant frame drops popping freezes crashes had multiple hard crashes um just looked like a barrel of shit the graphics are improved but it's so dynamic you can sort of see when it changes um but yeah an absolute fucking shit house for performance um and because of that I am going to score it. Um, it is going to go in the gallery. But like I say, it's so such a shame that the performance was as shit as it was because otherwise this will be a highly scored game because I loved it, would play again and would recommend it to anyone. But with that performance, absolute shithole, I'll be giving it a silver. 
Although, as of this review, I think I played that about three months ago. As of now, three months later, there is now just been a patch that's apparently got it up to a 60, a stable 60 FPS. That's what they've been saying. So do take this review of a pinch of salt because it has been patched. But whether that's been tested or not, who knows? But that's that one. Here we are then, back with some game impressions to close out this edition of Idle Game Chat. Your apps here, joined by Logan. This is a opinion piece by me, so you will be leading the charge on all questions. So, if the, again, as I keep saying this to people, if the content is bad, this is on you because you're the one who's supposed to be digging out the interest from it. I take no responsibility for this being good or bad. I'll just answer what I'm told. But this is for the Callisto Protocol Final Transmission which is basically a story DLC that was added uh, about five months after the game came out. Maybe six months, actually. So it's June of the of 2023. The game came out December, so a good six months or so. Um, and I played it a little bit after that. I waited for the season pass to go on sale, so it's part of that. Or you could pick it up for £11.50 on its own, but I just thought the season pass was for... 12 quid I thought I'll get all the goodies in that and that was a waste of money I didn't need any other stuff there's like, like a riot mode and which is like a wave based horde mode which I had one go of and it's like an arcade high score type jobby but I wanted the, the final transmission because there's a bit of story DLC there but I'll hand over to yourself I do have the store page here if you want some context but I'll allow you to, to go off and ask what you need to ask about the final transmission yeah I think one of the things that we've tried to get back in is doing that store page piece right out the gates, isn't it? Ideally, mm. we've binned it off because I forgot about it in the last few reviews. So I think that's probably a good place to see what it's offering. Or a good yeah. starting point to see what it's offering anyway. Yeah, so this is taken from the PlayStation Store. I played it on PS5. That's why I had the original game, so made sense to play it there. Here we go. The biophage virus threatens to spread beyond the walls of Black Iron Prison. Fight through the derelict pen penitentiary. I sort of hate that word. Yeah. I really just keep it on prison. In a last ditch attempt, attempt to retrieve Mark. I can't remember how to pronounce their name. This is the trouble with these DLCs. And I'll say this every time I play them. They release them too far after the game coming out. You forget half of all the, the, the details of mm. it. I think her name's Mauler. M A H L E R. Mauler. I don't know. Anyway, trying yeah, to find yeah. her data, it says here. And get off Callisto to redeem yourself. One last job. The Black Iron Prison is in ruins and he's crawling with Biophage. So for those that don't know, Biophage is like the uh, the virus, I guess, that's turning people into monsters. You've heard it all before. But your work on Callisto <laughs> isn't finished yet. Survive the horrors lurking in the shadows long enough to retrieve Mauler's research and transmit it off-world. Discover the harrowing depths of Mauler's experiments and the vast reach of the uh, the Calipolis influ again don't know what that is I couldn't tell you what that is or was mm. I think it's a cult a terrifying new enemy not only must you face the monstrosities and the security units lurking in the halls of Black Iron but a new abomination part biophage part machine now stalks the crumbling prison keep your guard up and use every weapon at your disposal to destroy these powerful enemies hammer time that's actually a play on F1. That's what Lewis Hamilton would call his 
quick lap or his uh, his push sections. Hammer time. The terrors lurking in Black Iron are imposing, but so are you. Acquire the all new kinetic hammer to take down hordes of biophage. Use this heavy hitting hammer to bludgeon single. I'd bludgeon a single biophage and crowd control multiple enemies at once, or use a charge heavy attack to deal massive damage and dismember your adversaries. So they kind of set up the story there, trying mm. to get off and get this data and whatnot and stop the virus getting out of the prison. And then they're also offering new enemies and new um, weapons there. I should say this takes place directly after the main game, and some people were not satisfied with the main game's ending i wasn't too bothered by it It was like it was, for me it was kind of done ish like there was there's enough there to do this i think this was the right call to have this there um, but i can understand people that said they should this perhaps should have been part of the main game and it's always been mm. that that give and take um we don't tend to have it too much now most games do normally wrap themselves up but this one perhaps they could have added it on but it's here now and if people want to play it they can anyway enough waffling yeah, so you've really started, you've answered one of the questions I was going to have, which was one of the, I'm not saying your criticisms, but one of the criticisms of the game when it was released was that it didn't have enough variety in terms of like enemy variety and things like that. It was all a bit kind of like, once you've done note. the first four hours, yeah, yeah, once you've done the first yeah. four hours or whatever, you've kind of got to know it and it's just more of the same. So mm. <laughs> it's interesting actually in that description to hear them call out new enemies new weapons new attacks like basically some variety so they're they're literally calling out this ain't necessarily more of the same of what you've just done this is something a little bit different so was that your take on it did you use the new stuff or did you find yourself just going back into your you know old pride and trusted method of what you'd done in the original game so i think they're they're overselling both those elements horrendously <laughs> like it Look, one thing about this game, I played this directly after I played Dead Space Remake on purpose mm. because I wanted to go back and just see. I wanted to. This was unfair on the Callisto Protocol. It was already raked through the coals. I thought it was okay and actually liked it. So I'm in that sort of minority, mm. as was Adcock, as was Biff, and as was Adkins. We all actually enjoyed our time with it. But there was always that lingering doubt this this isn't Dead Space. It wasn't Dead Space. It never will be Dead Space. So having played the mm. remake, which. I won't say I was lukewarm on. I gave it a bronze, but you know, there's still higher echelons for that to reach. I was super interested in going back to the Callisto Protocol and just just seeing whether it was even in the same league at all. And it was at a massive disadvantage because I've just played Dead Space, which plays a little bit differently. And also, I hadn't mm. played the game in seven, eight months. And survival horror, more than ever, you kind of you, you can't be afforded that level of rust usually. Because you'll get found out almost immediately, and, and Callisto Protocol does have, for better or for worse, this sway mechanic for the melees and, and whatnot. It does have its own sort of unique take on the combat. But I have to say, after f probably 15, 20 minutes, I was back in the groove of this, and I was just clobbering fools like the standard enemies, like it was it was going out of business. So that wasn't a problem initially. I thought that's going to really be a sticking point for me. On to this new stuff. It's it was so easy for me to get back into the swing of things that. Neither did this new enemy nor this hammer really make much of a difference. The way the way the hammer operates is that the standard enemies die with one hit, basically, and this new enemy, this this sort of part biophage, part machine, 
is um, just takes a bit longer. You can kill it with your stock weapons. It takes even longer, but with the hammer, it just reduces the time. The techniques mm. you use are exactly the same. You dodge, you hit, and counter. And mm. there is like an area of effect attack. You can charge it, but I never really used it because it was it was too slow. Like once people were in your grill, the animation to, to, to use the thing was always too slow. I was getting caught out. So really... They kind of introduce this new enemy, which is takes a bit more of a beating. You get a weapon, so you can beat it in less time and beat the stock enemies, you know, much quicker. But the the general loop's exactly the same, so it is more of the same. They, the the one noteness is still there. If that's if that's something that people want to be critical of, is if you were looking for a, a new take on Callisto Protocol because you was a bit underwhelmed by the core experience, you won't get that in the final transmission. Mm. It's not. It's not a thing. I must admit, this whole one-noteness I find a tad harsh in terms of criticism because hmm. if you look at like Resident Evil as a survival horror, yeah. like in my opinion, it doesn't. You know, there are different elements to that game, and maybe that's the problem. But enemy-wise, like it doesn't really vary, if you know what I mean, too greatly through through the game, in hmm. my opinion. Um, I think some of the boss battles and the mechanics might have some variety in it, but I, I don't know. When I watched it through, I was, I think it takes people a little bit of a, a little, it, I think people played the original game expecting it to be like a reskinned dead space of some sort. So they were trying to play it like dead space. And as you oh, say, yeah, there's yeah. differences between it and it's everyone was a bit different. like, what the fuck is this? Like, this isn't what I was expecting. No, it, yeah. Um, it's uh... It's a good call. But, I did, it definitely got. It, I felt it got unfairly treated to a certain extent. Um, mm. My my now that I finished the final transmission, my kind of overall thoughts on the Callisto Protocol as a whole is that something like Dead Space and something like Resident Evil Four, which are the two sort mm. of more recent analogs, I think you can recommend to people that aren't died in the wall survival horror fans, like someone who maybe just enjoys it and is not not put off by a survival horror, but doesn't seek them out, doesn't really love them for what they are. Because they, they do just play just in a bit more of a, a free way and a bit easier to pick up and, and whatnot. And probably do have a bit more about them. But mm. if you like survival horror, chances are you've played some absolute wretches in the past, some absolute rotten garbage, because there's always been a bit of a, a stink over survival horror games because they're awkward to control, they're difficult by nature because you know that that's kind of baked into stakes how they want you to feel make, um, yeah the stakes are what make them absolutely like, tense right yeah and so there's always been that kind of that push and pull between making it nice for the player to play and also making it tense and getting mm. that balance right if you're not interested in seeking that out i can see why the callisto protocol wouldn't appeal I just feel like Dead Space and Resident Evil 4, for whatever reason, have something extra that allows people that wouldn't normally, you know, put up with that nonsense to, <laughs> to, to play with it because they have, they have less of it. And um, so I remember just, I remember things like The Evil Within, like that got crapped on a little bit. Not as bad as Callisto Protocol, but that was panned for being awkward and, and whatnot. And I don't know, I just, feel, I just feel like this was, if you love survival mm. horror, there's something here for you. And the yeah. final transmission is a little cap on that. The runtime on this DLC is very short. My clock clocked in at two hours, 45 minutes. I don't think it 
factors in deaths and retries. I think that clocks from checkpoint to checkpoint, if that makes sense. So mm. the times that I died on a boss or a you know an area or whatever it might be probably aren't factored in. So it's probably close to three, three maybe I wouldn't say three and a half hours. It's probably a stretch. I wasn't that bad at it, um, but it is quite brisk. Yeah. So keep that in mind for eleven pound fifty. If people are looking for value in hours, perhaps not what they're going to go for. But I don't really. It's worth mentioning, but it's not going to taint my opinion of it. Mm. Okay, so I think overall then, it's kind of, we're, we're saying pretty much more of the same. And if you liked it, you're probably not going to be too disappointed by what they're giving here. But don't expect <clears throat> essentially the variety that you got. No. You didn't get in the first one to be added in this yeah. little bit because that ain't really going to be the case. No, the hammer and the new enemy aren't a departure enough. Probably for good reason, because the game's built yeah, around yeah. a certain style. They've just they've just increased the output of both, I guess. And that's how they've yeah. they've gone for it. But certainly um don't expect to be blown away by a brand new way of playing. It may, it makes sense because you're the same character, yeah, yeah. you pick up the same character. It would be weird yeah. if suddenly he was dancing around like a gymnast and you were able to do all this weird shit like we just wouldn't wouldn't fit so he's always going to have that core stuff you 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 can select your finish save point to keep your weapons and upgrades for the dlc um or you can just start fresh if you need to so that's not a problem you don't have to finish the game to play this um mm. one thing i should know if you do use your finish save from the main game with your upgrades and whatnot it then removes your ability to start new game plus with that save so make sure you save a couple if you're thinking of doing New Game Plus because New Game Plus requires you to have finished just the main game. As soon as you depart that save that save slot onto the DLC and complete that, it doesn't let you use that at the at present. I don't know if they'll patch it. Would 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 doubt it considering it's been out a couple of months already. But you cannot use that save to then carry into New Game Plus. If you think of doing New Game Plus, do a new manual save, finish the game on that. Keep that on its side and then just make sure you've got a couple of them so you can reuse it. Because I was thinking of doing a new game plus to do one of the trophies, but once I've lost it, I was like, well, that's that idea gone. So in, in the bins. <laughs> I, I assume that's what happened to you is that you didn't, you now haven't got your new game plus. Yeah, exactly. And because the auto save as well, it shares the auto save between the DLC and the main game. I couldn't even go back to an auto save that was right before the end to trigger mm. a new a finished game state because yeah. by that point the final transmission had just taken up all the slots so a bit sloppiness right. really I think there you should be able to use the DLC I'm not expecting to take the fucking hammer over although that would be cool I mean that would be a nice cool way of adding a bit yeah, of extra yeah. that you can start the game with this new hammer that would be yeah. good fun to, to roar around him but not there at present Interesting, because that's one of the things I think Resident Evil does well is that once you've done that game and you go back to New Game Plus, like you can basically start just doing it to like achievement hunt and get things and collectibles and stuff without having to worry too much about the enemies being as much of a threat and stuff. And I think that's a pretty cool little bonus. It's like Brucey, isn't it? For it's like, well done, you completed it. Now you can go and have some fun if you want. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't have to have all the stress. <laughs> Um, I don't particularly partake in New Game Plus very rarely. It, it would only be mm. for a trophy situation just to make getting it a bit easier. Because um, mm. there, there was a collectible one I didn't get and I thought if I just blasted through it, got the collectibles and did all the other stuff, which is like dodging five times perfectly and all this sort of bollocks, I could get mm. the platinum quite easily for this, but now it won't be as easy. 
Um, I'll mm. probably one day we'll probably go back to it and just steamroll through just to do that. But we'll see on that front. But yeah, this is the I guess this is the conclusion of the the narrative of the Callisto Protocol. Doesn't sound like we're going to get another one based on Glenn Schofield's left. He was the lead, so he's left striking distance. Sales we know weren't up to snuff. We covered that on the main podcast a little while back, and share prices were crapped on because of it. So probably not going to get another Callisto Protocol. So in terms of what you get in terms of a, a wrap up here, this is it. I saw a lot of bitching and whining about how this wraps up. Now I won't explain why I think that is because it would just give away the game. But I I think there's a massive overreaction again. I just think people just have it out for this game mm. for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. Um, it really isn't that terrible. It's it's perfectly serviceable. I know exactly what's happened and what hasn't happened, and that's the end of it. And that's that's all I care about is a a, a conclusion that's I know exactly what's happened. I don't yeah. like these sort of oh it's up to you to decide. And I'm like, oh no, just fucking show <laughs> no, me. In a game like this, I don't want that. I want to know exactly what's yeah. happening, what everyone's fate is, and what the state of the world is. And you know, they they could go either way again. There's there's always chances for these games to do sequels. Equally, it could just end here, and then we just know what happened. Mm. And I'm happy with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But if you were put off by because I saw this all this noise when it came out, oh, awful end all this and I was like oh that doesn't sound very promising because that's the one thing I wanted out of it and having gone through it I was like uh, sure it ain't gonna win any fucking Oscars for the writing one because it's not a film but you know what I mean yeah. like, but it's, it's it's fine like in terms of video game stories it's like oh fuck, that's okay that's all right the, the stories in video games being exceptional are very much the exception to the norm. <laughs> yes. Like the simple reality is, is that I mean, I've been playing through some of the Destiny story, and it's just throwaway turt. Like it really <laughs> is just not good. And um, there's so many other games that are that are like that, where the story is there to serve a purpose more yeah. than it being the driver. Um, and I think most people are okay with it, but I don't know why there's now this strange sort of expectation that there'll be all sorts of twists and turns and deep plots and spider stories and like it's just like no it's just not not going to be that way like games used to be cheesy and stories used to be cheesy and characters used to be cheesy and now we've got into this realm of realism and people want this like (laughs) people don't want the cheese and people want things to be overly complex and stuff like that and it's just not always going to be the case but it doesn't mean it's therefore a bad game inherently because the story wasn't necessarily doing exactly what you wanted it to. No, yeah, it's, it's fine on, on that front. I, again, I think there's a there's a over, overreaction from community and people, and you know, no, they don't do they, that. They wouldn't dare do that, would they? But you know, it's what it is at the end of the day. So, is there anything else? I'm conscious that we, you know, we could talk about several other bits that have probably already been covered largely in the main game review. Mm. Is there anything specific to this DLC that you kind of want to call out before we move on? It's not specific to the DLC, but the DLC reminded me of this as soon as I <laughs> yeah. booted it up. I was gobsmacked at how good the game looks visually. It's so because I just I came off the back of Dead Space, which looks good. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I was like, that's fine. I wouldn't wouldn't normally be concerned either way, good or bad. And then I put this on. I was like, this is like two levels above in mm. terms of visuals. And I just thought, 
I can I now understand where perhaps the money was spent. Yeah, uh, yeah. On, the, on this on this reportedly high budget, like and it shows in every element, like the 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 area, the, the environment, the the enemies, the main character specifically. Like it really is impressive from that perspective. It looks so fucking good. One of the, I just could not believe how much of a step up it was over something like Dead Space, um, and which 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 do enhance the game and the DLC and whatnot because it's all about atmosphere and creating a a believable place for you to be shitting your pants in is is kind of one of the the pillars. So it does. It, it's more important than other games. Really, these games have the have that type of atmosphere baked in. And this is, is dripping with it, really. Um, more of the same we mentioned in terms of the, you know, the enemies and um, the, the the kind of combat. Also more of the same on the environment. I didn't expect them to fucking jet off to a desert somewhere and, you know, change. It just wasn't going to happen. But no. again, the one noteness continues in in that sense. But, you know, I was, it's, a, it's a fucking prison on a moon, on Jupiter's moon. It's like, I don't know what... What else we can be doing here to, to spruce mm. it up? Yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? But I must admit, I thought it looked great when I saw yeah. some of the streams of it. And everyone that I've seen that's played it have said, yeah, this game looks fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Like, it really does. Um, it really does. It really is just better than most games you'll see. And it's obviously scoped, mm. you know, the scope of this compared to many games is quite low. But needless to say, still an absolute stunner. Hmm. No, very true. Um, so, shall we move to the gallery then? Yes. Get that do gallery we, out. Do we want to use this one? Is this the first one with the botulin bin? We'll keep we'll keep mentioning it until these fickos at home have understood it. And it's not their fault. I keep changing it. Yeah, you do. But yeah. We've got so, the do you want to explain bin. the botulin bin? Well, it'll be a good test. Can you explain what the botulin bin is? Do you, want, do, you, so, do you even understand the concept? Well, I've yipped it, <laughs> so I should do. So, obviously, the idea is is that we've got games that go into bronze, silver, gold, and platinum, which are basically ranked 7 to 10 if you were using that system. No, they're Anything- not. <laughs> There's no numbers being he used. He won't let me get it in. He don't like it. <laughs> So basically, anything that doesn't hit a bronze goes in the botched-in bin, right? Yep, that's correct. Previously, that's what we're doing. Previously, they wouldn't even go in the gallery. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to say my personal exhibition. There's a wall of platinum games, there's a wall of gold, a wall of silver, and a wall of bronze. Previously, all the all the stuff that didn't make it in would just it would just wouldn't even unlock the doors. Now they're mm. going to go into an actual bin, a botched-in <laughs> bin, which is by okay. the by the exit. <laughs> I'm not sure where to put it, really, actually. People can arrange their exhibitions how they like. I don't know where I'd put yeah. mine. Probably by the bin, or just maybe keeping the door open, like a doorstop. And you sort of look back, and what's keeping that? Oh, what bin needs to go in there. It's the botchling bin. There's a yeah. botchling bin, yeah. There's all the all the games that didn't didn't make the grade. So everything's got a record within the gallery. I've had to retrospectively go outside and get all the toot we've left out there. And that was a fucking Christ. nightmare. Pull it all back in and file it in the yeah. bins. Yeah, fucking admin for this gallery. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So essentially, there's no middle ground. You either get a bronze or you get botched in bins. Well, it's the same before, wasn't it? If you go in the gallery or you're left outside yeah, yeah, looking yeah, like yeah. a fucking. You're one punk. way you're binned. Yeah, yeah. yeah, one way you get binned. Um, so this will be the first test, I think, of the botched in bin. Potentially. Well, I say that I didn't mean that to sort of. I just sure. meant it will be. He's crapped on it now. It's he's there. Part, 
He's overreacting. He's got a bin bag in the bin, and I've put it there, and I've, made, I've put the little sign on it that I've printed out and put on with sticky tape saying Botchlin Bin in Comic Sans MS or Times oh. New Roman. So we go, I, I suppose we don't even really need to get the keys out. We don't need to pull up. We basically go into your wing. Yeah. No. Wow. Exhibition. Yeah. Yeah. And I will let you take me to where this game goes does it go to the bin or does it go on one of your your appropriately titled walls i'll talk about the wall situation and because it, it's a four-sided room doesn't have to be a guess one wall will have a door in it in which, the middle it yeah. annoys me so I guess maybe it won't be a wall maybe there'll just be some sort of display anyway the, the, the display <laughs> this is so the callisto protocol final transmission dlc gets itself a lovely spot right into that brand spanking new bronze display unit, which I've recently polished. So it's going to earn itself a bronze because I think it's it wrapped up or it, yeah, it wraps up the narrative in you know for good. I know all the outcomes of what I wanted to know. I was frightened going back into it, being so far out of the game, wondering how I'm going to play this game and be competent because. They're tough. They require a level of mm. being in on the game, but I was able to pick it up much quicker than I thought. That I'd retained that level of ability, which was which was good. But as a DLC, it's a bit light, I guess. Three, two and a half, two and a half to three hours long. Probably a bit light on content, but a bit more of the same. Nothing really upsetting the Apple cart and adding much new to it. But more of what we'd had from the core game wraps it up narratively. And I was like, okay, that was a nice little slice of the Callisto Protocol to go back into and now I can just walk away from it and you know if, if it never if we never get another one I don't have to be wondering about what's going on and the you know the outcomes and whatnot I can store that away in Ronnie's brain you'll be happy to have experienced it so it's a nice a nice easy bronze for the final transmission so I assume the Callisto protocol got bronze as well when it come out right well, I got a silver I think the main game uh, yeah, yeah, has fun. more about it does actually yeah. have a bit more variety in terms of environments. Does have it just was a it was a you know a more complete a experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. And you pay for it obviously, but that's why I don't like to use the cost as a determining Metric. factor. Yeah, it's just not because mm. you can make it as cheap as you want. Like this I waited until the season pass went on sale to get it. I was for some in my in my head already. I was like, I'm not paying full whack for this. Mm. So I'd already made that decision. And then yeah. when, it, when it come to it, push came to shove, I was like, that's fine. That's a price I'm happy with paying. I know I knew roughly what the runtime was. knew it was quite short. And I was like, I'm okay with that. Let's let's see this out. And yeah, we're done. Callisto Protocol, final transmission, bronze. So I'll just type it into the gallery there. Live admin <laughs> being done. Anyway, I'll close this down, shall I? Anything yeah, else? I don't, uh, unless there's anything you want to say. No, I, I think I, I, it. no. Well, I did. I, you know, I wanted to speak about the Callisto Protocol. Genuine, I think I did that. You know, mm. got the little piece in about kind of need to be a fan of the genre. I think in this one to give it a chance. Mm. But it's been free on PlayStation Plus Essential, which is the you know the online only tier. So I'm hoping that in some way people give it a chance and go, oh, it's not as bad as what the review suggests because the reviews it was like sub 70 and I just cannot <laughs> I just cannot get on board with that I just don't understand how that's occurred but 
you know, these these reviews are always going to be sixty seven. Yeah, it just doesn't doesn't compute with me. But I can't keep dying on the hill of the Callisto Protocol because it's not a hill worth dying on. To be honest, it's it's spinning down, it's gone, it's a bit of a flash in the pan. It's there mm. for people that want it. If you've got it, if you've claimed it on PlayStation, the main game, I'd say just give it a whirl. You'll soon know within a few hours if you if you can tolerate it, and you know if you can, you're in for a decent experience. But that's it. The Callisto Protocol, the final transmission is in the books. Bronze for that. We will close down this edition of Idle Game Chat. Nothing more for us to say other than thanks for your time and ta-da. This was a Dimp Digital production.